Hello, this is Bill Warner with another podcast on anything and everything related to political Islam. In Canada, the National Council of Canadian Muslims has issued a very important document in the form of a brochure that contains 61 points and is 74 pages long, but do not worry, we're not going to read all 74 pages. But it's to be done at the federal level, the provincial level, and municipal levels. Now, there's an irony of this because on the cover of this document it says, Say No to Hate. I sort of wondered when I read that, is this the hate that Allah hates? That is, Allah hates the Kafir. The Kafir is lower than an animal. The Kafir is despised and filthy. I wonder if that's hate speech, but maybe Allah doesn't get to use hate speech. It is interesting in that they do not define what hate is, nor Islamophobe, nor what a white supremacist is. Now, the National Council of Canadian Muslims is a Muslim Brotherhood type outfit. Now by that I don't mean they've got a card in their wallet that says member of the Muslim Brotherhood or that there is a web page with their name on it. But these are people who are Muslims who are interfering with the business of the country they live in in order to make it more Sharia compliant. And that's the whole purpose of this document is to make Canada Sharia compliant. Here's the first of the demands. And by the way, at the very end of this, I'll explain to you why this document is so frightening. Because right now it's just an idea floating in the air. But we'll see that at the end. Their first demand is to have funding for survivors of hate-motivated crimes. The funding program should cover expenses incurred by survivors as a result of the hate-motivated attack. The funding must include eligible expenses such as paramedical services, medical treatment and equipment, mental health treatment, loss of earnings, the applications for the funds or the release would be readily available immediately in the aftermath of the attack when the survivors need it the most. Funding should not be contingent on a final criminal sentence being rendered. In other words, all they have to do is to say that it happened and they get the money. They don't have to prove anything. That's left up to the courts and whether they prove it or not in court doesn't make any difference. In other words, there's no legal guilt with this. Let's take the example of a woman whose hijab gets pulled down. All she has to do is to say it happened. There doesn't need to be any proof. And I wonder, what if there are jihad victims in Canada? Will they get their medical problems taken care of? I don't know, but for some reason they don't address this. The next point is they want to establish dedicated prosecutorial units for prosecuting hate-motivated crimes. And they would need to, to remove the Attorney General's consent from this because that takes too long and is too high a bar. So in other words, here we're going to have hate crimes cops and thought police and all they have to do, they're not cops, they're not members of the court, is just say that it happened and it is true. There was a crime just because they said it was. Then there's a security infrastructure program. What this is, is a system to put alarms on any Muslim buildings that want to have it and that up to $80,000 can be spent on doing this. I don't know what happens in Canada, but in America, every time there's a big jihad attack, immediately everybody goes, oh, we need to protect the mosque. So this is an $80,000 version of that because that's how much you could uh, put install the alarm system for. If this is put into business, I'd advise any Canadian Muslim to go into the alarm business because you'll be able to make a lot of money. Then they want a federal anti-Sharia strategy by the year end, including a clear definition of Islamophobia produced by the Muslim community and to be adopted across the government. In other words, Islamophobia will be what Muslims say it is and it will be adopted throughout the entire government. Develop anti-Islamophobia public education campaigns to drive down Islamophobic 
sentiments in Canada. So in other words, Muslims will define Islamophobia, write about Islamophobia, and the schools will adopt it and use it at all levels. Next point. Immediately fund the creation of an appropriately funded Office of Special Envoy on Islamophobia. I love this part. Media representation. They would pay for the production of Muslim stories told by Canadian Muslims, designated funded, would be allowed, and allocate a multi-million dollar fund for anti-racism Ministry of Heritage for Canadian Muslim artists and community organizations to, facil to facilitate grassroots storytelling, visual, and oral history projects. Well, my wife used to be in the video business, and anytime you can get in the video business and not have to pay for any of it, and somebody else is paying all the dollars, a multi-million dollar fund, your life is good as a Muslim storyteller. In other words, the Kafirs will pay for their Muslim propaganda. They, this is so good they repeat it a second time. Commit to robust consultation with Canadian Muslim storytellers, artists, filmmakers, and creative content to guide the allocation of trust and to build capacity. In other words, this business of paying, Canada paying money for Islamic propaganda is very important. It's covered in two different points. Allocate dedicated funding and consultation with Muslims for the study of Islamophobia throughout the Social Services and Humanities Research Council. They want to open up in the universities, research chairs, postdoctoral fellowships, and research grants. And furthermore, they want a zero-tolerance rule for Islamophobic practices to be installed across the government. In other words, anything, no matter how small, can be classified as hate and you'll be punished for it. And by the way, may I point out that Muslims are endlessly offended. This will generate a lot of business. Review and provide an update of how many Muslims are employed in federal public service. In other words, what they're going to establish here is to do a survey and there will be quotas in all job sectors in the federal government. Next, mandate that anti-Islamophobia training becomes mandatory for all judges. I love that. In other words, all judges will go through an anti-Islamophobia training so that they'll be sure to prosecute the guilty. They don't have enough laws to do that now, I guess. Ministries of Education will work with school boards and the Muslims to develop anti-Islamophobia strategies that are responsible for local content. Such strategies will be based on quantitative and qualitative data and should include a review and reform of the curriculum that relates to Islam and Muslims. In other words, it'll be an all-Muslim campaign as much as they want develop a curriculum, resources, and programs that affirm Muslim identities and representation of Islam and Muslims, and then do audits of the adequacy of religious accommodations for Muslim students and staff and recommendations for changes where needed. What this translates into is there will be prayer in, Muslim prayer in the schools, there will be Muslim prayer rooms, and there will be special restrooms so you can wash their hands and feet before prayer. This is agenda is pure Sharia. Now this is an excellent long-term strategy. Why this is so dangerous is not that it's what they want to do, but here's what will happen. There was a raid on a Muslim Brotherhood office in Virginia in the United States, and they found something called the Muslim Brotherhood Memo Explanatory Memo. This is a frightening document, not just for what it says, but when you read it, you realize that every point they put out in this document was succeededly and is put into place. The same will be true of this. It may not all happen the first time, but over a long enough period of time it will all happen. Muslims are relentlessly patient. So this is a dangerous document because it will be installed step by step. The whole purpose is, is that Sharia will be the nature of the law in Canada. Now let me explain to you something about this. 
In the United States and in Canada as well, we have what we call slander laws. And these slander laws are if you say something that's false, you may be sued for it. But in Sharia, slander means you say something that a Muslim does not like. And basically what this whole document is to establish is, is that Muslims will be able to control the speech of everyone and everything. They can say what they want, but we cannot say what they want because if they are offended, even if it's true, we will be guilty of the Islamophobia crime. This is a very dangerous document and needs to be opposed by anybody who can in Canada. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you would like to learn more, please go to politicalislam.com or cspii.org.